What's going on? You are listening to Let's Talk About Gay Sex. I am your host, Steve Rodriguez, and we're in Manhattan. And I am joined by one of my favorite sidekicks, Jeremy Ross Lopez. How are you? Hey, how's it going? Good. How's your week been? It's been great. I know. I know. You had your mom in town and, and everything. So yeah, how was pretty the... chill. Awesome. Always awesome. fun to have family in the city. Let's um, introduce our guest today. Um, yes. His name is Brian Cash. Uh, he's a photographer here in New York City. Brian, how you doing? Hi. I'm good. How are you? Good, good. You and I met... Um, well, we met at a bar yeah, one night and Barracuda. started Barracuda, and then started talking and um, found out you were a photographer yeah. and but kind of renegade photography is what I you yeah, were describing I, doing I, some shots like off bridges and yeah, I mean I I like to I explore the city. There's so many great places and locations. I I can't stay in one spot and I don't like to recreate the same picture. And I have. New York City at my disposal. I've taken pictures in bars. When well, we went to the cock, I had a photo shoot in the bathroom there. I mean, just off the fly. If I have my camera and someone wants to do pictures, I like to just do that kind of fun thing where it's unplanned or feeling mm-hmm. energy. Someone's looking cute, you know, I'll take right. a picture and stuff like that. And then Jeremy and I produced a, a fashion show called Fashion to Fetish um, on a rooftop at the Eagle, and you shot... Well, actually, you invited me to the, the fashion show to photograph the, uh, the runway, and... And I said, well, who, who else is photographing it? And you had a couple other photographers. And I thought, well, what if I got there early? Because I really, I like the um, the fun shots, or yeah. like the behind the scenes. And that I, part I, came out amazing, it the was, whole backstage. Well, one, it was fun because people, I used to hate being invisible. I was in high school. No one ever noticed me, so I'd stand off, you know, to the part. Um, but now, as a photographer, I'm very non-invasive, so people just go about their business. And I mean, you had models changing in and out of underwear, and I'm just snapping photos. And yeah, you know, I don't look um, all that predatorial. So the people are like, okay, he's sweet, he can take a picture, you know. <laughs> um, so it was fun. I actually got one of your models eating, which was kind of fun to to do. So. Right, right. We'll definitely post one of those on our. Um, or let's talk about um, gay sex and, and credit you, of course. It, no, it, it was, it was actually amazing. a lot of fun. They Everyone, were, the, I think what was so cool, it was slice of life behind the scenes that mm-hmm. you don't get to see all the time. And well, they're some of our favorite moments of the whole fashion experience. That we shared with everyone that well, was a part of the show. And the other inspiration I had for that was you see fashion shows at, you know, the Bryant Park that Fashion Week, and then you see, like, uh, Vogue and Vanity Fair, and they have the behind-the-scenes and documentaries, and it doesn't seem like we have that much for our world, the gay world. It always seems mm-hmm. like it's either campy or over-sexualized. And, again, I love, I love campy and I love over-sexualized, course, but that's yeah. not the pillars of our community. And so I like the idea of bringing in a little, of, you know, what straight people have gotten to see all their life, but they're so used to it, they don't think that, oh, wait, gays don't get to see this kind of things because right. they're looking at straight people all the time. I mean, some so, of the best moments were, you know, models um, laughing backstage oh, yeah. or eating a, it wasn't a, a bagel it, yeah, it was something as, like as that. another or, person's like doing push-ups next to or, him. Yeah, one of the models was doing a push-up and the other guy was checking him out and I captured that moment and it, <laughs> it was, was, it was, it was a lot so of fun. It was so awesome, awesome. Well, on today's episode, I'm segueing into it, um, I wanted to talk about, um, we've talked about everything on the show, but I wanted to kind of break down... Um, 
a more, well, it could be a serious topic, maybe not, is when to tell and when to ask. And when I say that, when to tell, when to ask, um, not that you're gay, although that could be another, it was National Coming Out Day recently, um, but when to tell, when to ask about your status, and I'm talking about um, HIV status. And so it kind of got me thinking, um, you know, where are people, you know, certainly we've had leaps and hurdles in HIV, I think recently I heard um, they found a cure, but I didn't follow up with that story. I don't know if it, any of you guys know on that. I get a lot of tags on the, on the internet, and I, I try not to get my hopes up too much about that because you read something like, oh, they did a bone marrow transplant, and or they did this, or they did that. There's always just one guy, and then of course it's trials and stuff years away. So I, as much interesting as those articles are, I just kind of usually skim through them until I know for sure. But we've certainly had leaps and bounds. I mean, I think at one point, you know, the AIDS epidemic turned into people, you know, having to go on all these cocktails yeah. and such, and now. Um, people can just take one pill, and that's their regimen, and you know that's certainly you know major. I think An amazing thing, yeah. And you and, and in the gay world, you know, when we're out and about, I mean, people can be positive, not. You go on the apps, people say they are, they're not. People look, you know, just all the same, really. There's right. no, you know, it's there's no markings or anything like that that plagued earlier, unfortunately, mm -hmm. earlier, you know, people, and so. Yeah. We're definitely in a good area, but, you know, I don't know what, I think um, when I was younger, um, I think it was in the 90s in San Francisco, I remember I was early 20s and I met a guy and he was really cute, he, he had a great job and he was in his probably early 30s and we started to date and, um, you know, I, he it told me maybe after the third or fourth date that he was HIV positive and I remember, you know, being taken aback a little bit, but I was also like, okay, well, you know, we'll just do what, take safety measures and so forth that right. we did. And well, because you were probably, you were educated. Exactly. It seems that's where we're lacking though. It's but it was still, still the 90s. Right, still, but so even now in 2016, you'd be surprised how many people are uneducated. That's very that true. Yeah, right. When they're not teaching in sex ed in schools, I mean, they teach straight sex maybe with a banana and a condom and vagina and stuff, but they're not teaching gay sex. And uh, there's so many people out nowadays that you don't have to think about it. You just go, okay, I'm having safe sex. I don't have to worry about being positive because mm -hmm. I don't date positive. I don't want to talk to people who are positive. I don't want to learn anything about it. So then they become basically shut off to, shut it. Off to yeah. it. And then, of course, ignorant to it. Right. And then, Jeremy, you've talked on other episodes about, um, you know, you're on prep and, and so forth. And, um, you know, what's your experience been with not only just being on prep, but then um, maybe guys that you've met or... or... I mean, I think I, <clears throat> my approach is pretty similar as well. Like, I don't, I don't really judge anyone by whatever their status is, but I do actually appreciate when you meet someone and early on they tell you. And right. But it also is definitely something that I have sensed with people that I've met. They're either comfortable with being open about it or they're insecure about it. it everyone handles it very differently. Sure. Some people feel tainted by it. And then you see that others, it's just them. And if you don't like it, then you don't like it. And that's right. I love that approach where people are just confident and happy and secure with themselves so they're open about it early on and if you don't like it then you just keep it moving and if you are okay with it 
it's something you can discuss and talk about. And I really respect people that are able to bring it up and talk about it like an adult. And also, I've educated myself on it. And I take prep daily to stay negative. But it's also like something that I don't shun away. So if I meet someone that I'm into or right. I want to get more intimate with it's not something that i would just easily shut them out because if that was me in their shoes i wouldn't want to be pushed away just well, because of my status and that or be judged newer, by a status that reflects newer times i feel it's just kind of the guys like that yeah <laughs> and i remember you know not too long ago where people would be like oh no i would yeah. definitely never if they have that you know remember the um oh gosh i'm the the website um, pre, pre grinder. It was like manhunt or yeah, something. Manhunt. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Um, people would definitely be like, absolutely no. You know, I will not you go out with somebody if you're positive. And it was, and that's not that long ago. And I think times have definitely changed. Like you're saying, where people, it's become, you know, maybe every other guy. You just maybe assume. I sometimes just nowadays you just assume that a lot of people are. And then you just take your precautions on what's mm-hmm. going to work for you. I mean, right. Well, I mean, I, I was hesitant in the beginning to tell people, not tell my partners, but to just tell people in general. Um, I was diagnosed uh, with HIV in 2010, and um, I didn't tell anyone for a while. Telling people you're positive is from my experience, from my experience, was like coming out all over again. Yeah, because there is a parallel in some ways. I mean, it's I don't a wanna, parallel because you know. it's it, it's a thing that can also define you, and some people do let it define them, mm-hmm. and and then you have to one personally. I felt it was a private thing. Unless I'm having sex with you, then it should be private. Mm-hmm. But but because of today's history with it and we're still fighting stigma i also Mm -hmm. felt a responsibility to live openly with it but it took me a while to get comfortable to that point because i had a few bad experiences um telling people or dates or whatever um i also divulged my status to um an unknown person i won't reveal their name but they, (laughs) they um i knew that they talked about other people behind people's back, and I, I was for sure okay. Now that we, we our friendship is over, they're going to use this to either Backlash, make fun of me yeah. or you know whatever. Mm-hmm. Because I've been on when I didn't tell anyone my status. A couple of friends would have I'd be on dates with other guys who were, and I knew that they were positive because we'd meet online or whatever. Uh, they were open about it, but I wasn't. My friends would come up to me. I mean, these are friends of mine mm-hmm. who I've known for years would come up to me and go, "Oh, girl, you better be careful." I'm like, "Oh no." Sh- She's shady. What? What? She's gonna steal my iPhone? What? Like, oh, she's positive. I'm like, like the person that you're talking like, to. I'm seriously like, yeah, they're talking yeah. to me about my date while my date's off to the bar, get a yeah. cocktail, and you're whatever. Like, and then they go, oh, I gotta warn you about him. I'm like, I'm thinking they're gonna come up with something horrible. Like they know something that you. Yeah. Know. I'm like, I'm like waiting for like, great. Like, yeah. You know, I've gone out with a crazy yeah. person, and then he they has go, no dick. and <laughs> that would be hard. Right now. Well, the first, <laughs> the hardest part is to hide the hurt on your face because you know that. Of course, yeah. Second. It's not their information to tell you. It's like, oh my goodness. First of all, it wasn't your information to tell me. Second, I'm an adult. Mm-hmm. And even if I didn't know they were positive, I'm still an adult who has sex with condoms or whatever. Like, 
even if you don't know my status, there's like two strikes right there. And yeah. it's just mm-hmm. like, it is one of those that you shouldn't be sharing other people's no. status. So I got, I got tired of those conversations <laughs> and the little inside hurt. So I got on Facebook. I spent about a 10 minutes writing out this big long Uh-oh. story. Because You're an it essay. Wasn't, Are you well, one of those essay people? Yeah, it's one of those. People. Well, it was a <laughs> one. The emotional status. Yeah. For once and once only. I'm going yeah, to no, say this. And this was important. Yeah. So I'm going to say this, important. and then after I'm done, yeah. that's it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going. I will talk about it in casual life. Yeah. I'm not going to make a big statement and mm-hmm. then go over and over. I'm not going to let this define me, because that was my other fear about coming out. Is I've had people who wanted me to be their um, their spokesperson for this or their you know cautionary tale because I'd gotten sick from it, and and I I know some people. This is how they deal with it, and they are all about being positive. They're like the positive this or the positive that, and mm-hmm. they go to AIDS walk, and that is their their life. And I'm I'm proud to have those people as my friend. That's not me. I'm mm-hmm. not going to let my disease mm-hmm. define me. Um, but it sounded like you. But I needed to own yeah. it. I needed to open up about it. I knew it would be a heavy weight to get off my shoulder, and I, I also like the idea of just like not worrying about it anymore. Yeah. Okay, everyone knows. And what was cool is no you gave secret. your. Your viewpoint on it, like, you know, you're not going to see me, maybe you will, maybe you won't, but I'm not going to be marching down the street with it. And you offered people another outlook on how many people deal with their status. I told people the same story. I said, um, you know, if I'm on a date and you're telling me someone else's status, that's not right. It's like you could also be telling someone who hasn't been tested, who's scared to get tested because they're listening to people like you talk bad about it. It's... It was Oh, let me tell you, getting tested is never a fun oh. matter. No, I don't it's feel. not. But I mean, then once it, it is, I think in our Necessary. heads we make it something super it, dramatic. It, it's like an in a shot. We're going to find out yeah. yes or no. And if you find out yes or no or whatever, you deal with it. Yeah. You, you, you make, have a great You make Jeremy it work and you also, it. like, yeah. you, you realize what you have to do. You take the steps yeah, to and this. And you is, just, I mean, there's, nowadays people are not going through the horrible things that they went through in the past, which I feel very lucky and very blessed that we've come to this place for all the people that I know that do have it. Right. And you just move forward. The only thing that you can do is be proactive about whatever cards you're dealt, whatever happens in your life. And I always believe it also takes two to tango. It's not someone someone else's fault that you got it. It's right. not only your fault. No one fault, gave it to right. you. But yeah. it's also just, you made a choice. Whatever happened, you take the precautions yeah. and you move forward. Right. You can't but the, sit and dwell on... It's always the blame, on, of yeah. course, or and the... And you can't sit and dwell in a no. dark spot and no. let that's something really take good over you. that you said and that, that yeah. because, That's one of where the... Because the you bad, don't want it yeah. to divine you, and it doesn't make you the person that you are right. just because of your status. It's not like plastered on your forehead when yeah. you meet people right. you shouldn't feel lesser or better mm-hmm. than anyone because well, you, you, you are go on, not positive and you right. go on grinder or whatever and people mm-hmm. have the I'm clean status and I always oh, yeah. I always have to laugh at that what because it's that like mean? I just I showered that... how clean am I I mean I'm pretty dirty in bed but how what yeah. are we I talking never liked about that clean. I never liked the, the I clean status that yeah. the description. Just, and especially nowadays I mean and, and certainly Jeremy you can vouch for this is that you know PrEP is really preventing HIV, but not necessarily all Anything the... Anything else. We've talked about oh, it here I, before, syphilis, chlamydia, My, my gonorrhea. doctor has actually warned me. Uh, she said, I get tested every three minutes. I get my T-cell count, my viral load, mm-hmm. and SD checks. So I'm very regular on... 
uh, no STDs because I'm also super safe. Uh, you know, even though I'm a, an undetectable status, it's one of those things where I like to be. I know what the science tells me, yeah. but unless I'm dating you, it's a comfortable thing. Mm -hmm. So, um, statistically speaking, it's actually safer to sleep with someone who's positive and undetectable because we have less STDs because we take our health super seriously. Oh, see, then that's interesting. And there's a lot of negative guys who haven't been tested in a year or two who still yeah. say they're negative, but they could be picking up. And then there's that's the, the other thing. side. A lot of people aren't. A lot of guys on so that's something I didn't know. Yeah. Unprotected sex because they're like, well, oh, I can't get HIV, and then, but it's chlamydia and syphilis. All that is climbing. So my doctor said, look, I know people are saying they're okay with to sleep with you unprotected because they're on prep. You got to be careful for some of these guys. Because you I yourself. So and now of course it's, I. It's turning the tables now. Have, it is. It's now a little bit. You almost need to be. Or I've, people that are positive almost need to be also on the, like, are you clean? Right. Because, well, I had okay, you're on prep, I may be positive, but I'm undetectable. Mm -hmm. And I want to go back to the undetect undetectable thing in a minute. But yeah. it's now you almost have the same... Well, like when the meningitis outbreak right. was yeah. out in Brooklyn, I had to immediately go to my doctor and get the vaccine. Because for someone with me who's had a compromised immune system, mm -hmm. I have to take... You know, precautions, everything. Yeah. So, like, me to get syphilis or something like that and not know about it would be, you know, detrimental to my health. Because and I've that already... happens. That happens a lot with people. Once you get, uh, one thing that piggybacking what you were saying is that in general, if you're positive or negative, if you're a sexually active person, it is very important to stay getting tested on the regular. Yeah. Because for all of them, right? For yeah. everyone, yeah. because I mean, but the, for all diseases, right? Yes, oh, yeah. of course. Because what the thing is is that you could be carrying all STDs, yeah. one, two of them, but they could have no reaction. You could have no symptoms and, and be having it, it and passing it. And so that's the problem with like people that just get comfortable with saying, "Oh, I'm clean," or "Oh, I'm just on prep, so I can just do whatever." Or their last test was a year ago. And forgetting yeah, about and their last all of test these has others. been so long ago that it's just like that they're not really being intelligent and not being proactive. And some people about, aren't even honest. You can't go on someone's no, own. No, oh, I'm no, negative. Not like, at all. Yeah, but or some even, people. Or even I've said this before that someone says they're on prep. It's like. You know, you've talked about it, Jeremy, before. It's like it's a daily pill. Mm -hmm. You're not supposed to skip it, you know. And you had a story once where y you didn't believe them or something. Mm -hmm. And didn't you tell me once? And then you asked them the color of the pill, and they, they told you the wrong color because yeah. you it's take blue, it. right? Yeah. Well, yeah. it's Chivada. I mean, no, yes, but you so went. <laughs> you, you went another cocktail. But what I'm saying is in, in, today's, day and age, you in today's day and age, you would think that people would be at least smart enough that if they are going to lie about it, right. they would just at least look up and Google Google image search what it is. And that is and some people really just use it as a scapegoat. Yeah. They want bareback sex and so they say, I'm on it so that you feel and secure. It's the thing well, well and if they say days. they're on it and they actually do have HIV, their viral loader is usually probably in the millions, which for someone like me, if I get a second strain of HIV, it could upset my medication, mm -hmm. or it could get there. It is could just thing backfire. Where you, you, it backfires. I actually would, I would be immune to my medication. Ooh, okay, and yeah. That is. But I do find it ironic and interesting that, that it's, a, it's a reverse that, that now, now I have to like, be. Well, I think you should. You know, it's cool. Like, are you clean? Type thing. Right. Even though you're. If you're going to say that because, to me, will they? Because it. 
you know, they could be having all these other mm-hmm. things, and they need to be cautious and but careful, it, it, too. And you can really so, say it's, it takes two to tangle. It definitely two takes adults. two to tangle, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I've had bad experiences where someone wants to make me out to be a dishonest person. I had, um, I was over at someone's house, and we were watching a movie, and it got late, so they're like, do you want to stay over? I was like, okay, well, we just met, but I'm not going to hook up with you or anything. And he's like, no, okay, we're just going to cuddle. When I say I'm just going to cuddle, I really do mean, I know I'm, when those guys are like, oh, no, he doesn't mean yeah. just cuddle. I mean, I actually do enjoy cuddling. Yeah, we're going to say, I like to just isn't cuddle. it funny we have to well, qualify something? No, I really do. I really mean, do. Sometimes you do. We need, we need snuggling. Do. Snuggling needs yeah. to be the new yeah. cuddling. Like, oh, I'm just going to yeah. snuggle. Yeah. yeah. So um, in the middle of the night, half awake, you know, we were kissing, making out, or whatever, and one thing started to lead to another, and I started to suck his dick, of course, because he's putting the hand on my head and leaving it down, like, find my dick, you know. Like, I know where it's at, I can go. But anyway, but of course, <laughs> I stopped myself because, one, I didn't really feel like divulging my status right then and there. Yeah. I was like, I like this guy, no, I but I just met you. It's the middle of the night. I really don't want to go. So I stopped myself. I'm like, okay, let's just go back to bed. You know, we're just kind of cuddle. Next morning, we wake up. Uh, I... The hand he went goes to work. back on your head. No. <laughs> he went back to work. He went to work, and I went home. And then he texted me like, "I really liked you. We had fun last night." Um, by the way, what's your status? And I was like, um, "Oh, I was going to tell you this, this probably over our text. second." Yeah, yeah, in a text. I was like, oh, I, was, "I wanted to tell you over um, maybe our second date or whatever." But I'm I'm positive, but I'm addictable. Yeah, and not he, the way you maybe wanted to. You know. Well, I, one, I was like, "That's not really." You don't ask me my status at the morning after, and also that. I sucked your dick for five seconds. Like, anyway. But like, okay. that's, that's the thing. There are so many people that are uneducated. They don't know what positive or to be positive and, and undetectable even and really means. Rude. If, well, so if they you're think, not that educated, think, oh you shouldn't God, even you be. you say positive, they just automatically think, oh, my God, I got it well, from you. Just he, and it becomes very selfish, too. Oh, I then think. he flipped out through texting. I mean, you can't even call me to flip out. But he, he was flipping out, saying how... Um, I'm a liar and dishonest and, and all the disgusting words that you can call me. Oh my me. god, a text argument? And I said, you know, well, I said, Uneducated. I was like, yeah. well, and then I said, and then me, idiot me and groveling because I really liked him. I was, like, I was like, well, you know, I understand that. And if you're uncomfortable, we can just be friends. And he said, I can't even be friends with you. Oh. And it, I cried. I cried for like a day. I remember, I, and this was before I released my status. This was also one of the reasons I put on my Facebook. Right. Um, it, that was the catalyst. It was the friend who could use it against me and this boy. And I, um, what's funny is that the day I wrote that, it was a few days later, um, I wrote that. And then, one, I had a friend tell me he went and got tested that day, which is amazing. And um, he was working at the bar. He's like, I just want to let you know I read that. And I went and got tested today. And he goes, um, and then the boy shows up at the bar. Oh, the, the texter yeah. that was going on. And, of on. course, I, we weren't Facebook friends at this time because I delete, block, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and he saw me, and um, <laughs> the boy, I, I, it was my friend was Barton, and he, he looked at me because I had this just look of anger on my face. Um, and the boy was like, oh, now you're not going to talk to me? It was really crazy. Like, okay, boy. And I'm like, you had your chance. You made me feel horrible. Um, but yeah, also, thank you because I got to come out of my positive yeah. closet yeah. or whatever. And you already had, you affected one person uh, positively. Yes. <laughs> Which was interesting because yeah. um, uh, the boy um, later came back again at the bar, and the bartender, of course, I told my story to, and he was like, What do you want? Like, the boy was like, Wait, what happened? I was like, Oh, 
I told my story, and now he knows what kind of douchebag you are, but it was, oh, right. it was kind of, you know, comma-esque. It, it was a little poetic justice, but that was the catalyst, and um, it really made me, I took the blame for a day. It, yeah, I no. thought I was the horrible person, and right. it took me, my friends telling me, it's like, like, take some responsibility my friends for like, your own actions. Yeah, he's like, you did the responsible thing. You stopped yourself. It was oral sex for five seconds. There's no possible Regardless, way. Regardless, when, yeah, you, you yeah. when he asked you, you did not like pussyfoot around the t topic. You and then he out, asked me, I you the, flat the, out the first said word, it. and that's why I always am. And <clears throat> I've had good experiences with it as well. I've, I told a boy the other night, and we were in bed. I mean, we were in bed. Is Things this what you told us off, uh, yeah, offline, was, the 23-hour? Uh, that's all I'll that, say. That's all I'll say. Uh, that was just, yeah. Well, the first time was just a hookup. The second time was today. It no, was a 23-hour um, night. Oh, so great. Day. So, um, if, so we were in bed. And what you said earlier, you respect more for honesty. Mm -hmm. We're in there, and I had to tell him because I really liked him. He's right. really cute. And um. I didn't want to get out of his bed, and I didn't want to stop, and so I told him, and the first reaction I always wait is for the, thank you for your honesty, now leave, because I've had that happen a few mm -hmm. times, so I always expect the worst, and with, just with that, and, and I hate that about myself, I really want to believe that Better, everyone's going to be educated, yeah. but um, I kind of prepare myself for the worst, hope for the best kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And I was just waiting, and he just gave me this look, and he kissed me on the forehead, and then kissed me on the lips, and, and just looked at Aww. me. It was that. so sweet. He just he thought it was such a turn on that I was so honest that I respected him. I find that the same. He's like, exact wow, way. you you respect me that not. You know we're in bed, we're naked, and you respect me enough to tell me right here and there, and that was more of a turn on for him. Wow, so it was a really he's a keeper so far. So there's yeah. always, yeah, there's a, um, <laughs> you know, it reminds me, um, I don't know, Jeremy, if you were on this episode, but I was talking about finding that Logo TV show, Finding Prince Charming. I'm not sure if you were, but we were talking about it. Uh, have you watched it? it they recently had, um, when the suitors was... HIV positive. Yeah, so we talked about it in, an, in another episode, Finding Prince Charming. It's a logo reality show. It's much like The Bachelor. I I've, haven't said the, the nicest things on this program about it. It's a little heteronormative, masculine, all white guys kind of thing. Yes, right? however, I, it is growing on me, and I'm giving it, I, I like to report back when, you know, things do change for the better. Uh, and there was a, a recent episode where one of the, you know, this, not giving away anything, but um, one of the characters came out. Um, he was struggling. They all had to reveal yeah. something. Yeah, it was a masquerade themselves. ball. Which whatever. I found the whole thing ironic, considering yes. Yes. who so Prince Charming is. Obviously, he realized, right, well, that's a whole other. <laughs> we talk about that, too, okay. um, that he's HIV positive. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, he shared with another um, contestant. And it actually was very touching. And then ultimately, when he told the, the main guy, the Prince Charming, if you will, um, <laughs> He, Sorry. yeah, right. Um, it was handled really well, and I thought handled all the guys really well. in the and house. And they all wore ribbons yeah. at the ceremony. Well, that, yeah. I mean, it was just kind of nice. Yeah, what did you, th I mean, I thought it was handled well. It's nice to know on a network or a, you know, a cable network mm -hmm. that they're now dealing with this, it, and I it, thought their reaction. It had, to be, it had to be dealt with in a way that was. Logo can producers can add up the drama, RuPaul's mm -hmm. Drag Race, stuff put, like that. They can't but put this words was, into people's. You yeah, know, this and, was handled really well because right. you had to. You couldn't make it look like 
What it's not. I mean, right. producers will. So you're press. saying the delivery was a the good delivery was done. I I believe correctly. Basically, Jeremy, um, the, you know, he was struggling. It was this whole thing where you they all needed to reveal something, like mm-hmm. I said, and his reveal was this, well, and, and he shared with another uh, contestant, and that was very emotional. And but he, and when he did, you know, the guy handled it really well, well and, a- and and all the other guys um you know they get them on their their real their camera moment and when they're talking just to the camera and mm-hmm. they all said you know I've, as gay men this is a big deal and this is something we all struggle with and that was super major brave of him and of course yeah that's- and but it is something that we and he says later on their date that it doesn't define him yeah. it is a part of him the only thing but it that doesn't I- it isn't you know. The only thing that I don't like in, when people tell me certain things is, um, oh, you're so brave. And I understand that, yes, it took a little bit of bright. I hate that I have to be brave. I hate that it's something that I have to be brave Well, about. I think they were talking brave on, like, on TV. No, but, I'm, but on TV or, or but you're in saying bed just or in general, anywhere. Yeah. Just in general, I hate that we have a national coming out day. I don't feel like you have to come out. It's just it should be reality. a day that, <laughs> okay, mom, dad, I'm gay. You thought maybe I'm straight or whatever. Yeah. I hope that we come to a day where we don't need a big, okay, come out of the closet because you feel comfortable at 12, 13, 11. Because it's just a part just, of you. Just it doesn't... Your parents notice that about you and oh, yeah. accept it automatically. Or, or when you tell someone you're positive, it's just another, okay, that's I mean, just that would thing. be really nice. I don't know. It would be nice. I don't think, I don't know if we'll get to that point. I moving the thing We're is, moving in the right but direction. But the thing is, I do feel that people... Like, I feel he least, was brave on his TV fam- show. Yes, yeah, I do totally. think. It, I, I'm not saying he's not brave. I do think he, I was very brave. Because yeah, it does like, say something about where we're at, where right. we now you have a TV that. show, and it's that, progressive for yeah, sure. And, and we're think, talking about was it? You know, it piggybacks on your boy the other night that yeah. you know just brought you in and gave you a kiss, and it's it was a, a similar type of um, thing it that happened on, on that the TV way, show. Yeah. And mm-hmm. It just shows us where we are kind of at in the community a little bit. Well, Obviously, when I wrote, you've shared their When I wrote stigmas. my status, the amount of comments that I got was was inspiring. It, I mean, I, it took me, I wrote that thing for 10 minutes, but I then spent another 10 minutes putting my hand over the, you know, update, you know, should I send it? Yeah. Like, this is going to, once it's out, it's out, you can't take it no, back. I do it's that there. when I'm just went to, like, fashion <laughs> week. I'm like, should I put this? Should I, should I? You, yeah, but heaven the forbid the it was something important. Yes. Yeah, and then, Go with your gut instinct. And then when I pushed it, the, the amount of love from our community, because really when, when push comes to shove, we may be snarky, we may be bitchy to each other, we may say things that we sure, shouldn't be and saying. We are. <laughs> but during times of crisis or whatever, we really do come together. And that was the moment when, one, I felt I should have done it sooner because it was such a weight lifted yeah. off. Mm-hmm. Um, you could probably speak to this too. We talked about it on another show as like, as you know, gay men or probably people in general though these days, I'm sure my sister could attest to this, but we create, um, sort of separate families we do. outside it's, of our we have it, of course you know if you have a loving family Jeremy you have an amazing mom and father mm-hmm. and step family and I have my mom and sister but we do create these other well, families yeah. that as outlets to as help outlets. us with whatever and, goes on and in a person like me who doesn't right. have family this is my family okay, so this so was there you like go. coming yeah. out to my family it really right. was and the comments that were posted were so um I I didn't I've I didn't feel brave doing that. I just felt like it was a necessity. Yeah. And so I had to do it. Um, but 
people were so inspired by it. And again, that one friend who went and got tested, it was worth the that's, whole thing. That's beautiful. Yeah. Worth, I love worth that. the whole thing. You know, they always just, say that. If, you could a, just reach, if I could just reach one person, one person you're always like, wow. It then was you're messing really, about, when, yeah. And this person was like my media. little brother, and I was like, I'm so thrilled and amazed and you know something good this came is the out power of, of and then i had and then i had bianca del rio big capital letters preach <laughs> with big love you and it was just like one of those nice laughable okay yeah. i laughed it off it's out there it's done um because she so has scared? bianca del rio who's been on the Ru winner Ru of rupaul's RuPaul. drag race uh, did um, did he come out as no uh, just as, uh, as the winner of that yeah yeah, yeah. so that's awesome so. so it was just a nice thing that um, people took time out to write me a little message because they knew they knew how hard that was for me and they instead of just pushing the like button they wrote a lot of comments and and it was just nice to see that our community came together and um, we we still have to fight stigma we still have to fight and yeah. prep has made it easier to, with the stigma I'll have guys who are like okay you know my date is on prep and it's a nice thing so we can not worry too much about it and get mm -hmm. on to the sex, which is what I which enjoy. Which is the good stuff, which is what we like to talk about. I want to go a little bit about, back to what we were talking about, undetectable. Okay. And um, I was dating somebody, um, you know, a while back that was positive and he was, you know, continuously told me that he was undetectable. Ah. And at the time, I, you know, again, it's one of those things that you just have to take their word for it. Yeah. But because, of course, I didn't go to the doctor's office with them, but... You know, I just believed him. Well, I don't know if I believed him, but I was, although had no problems dating him, no problems having sex with condoms, but on an, it brings up another point. There were times when, you know, he wanted to not use condoms yeah. and he was trying to convince me that he was, or maybe, and I believe he probably was, but it was at a time that I didn't know what that really meant. And, well, and, and I wasn't, and even if I did know what it meant, because after research, I wasn't 100% sure that right. he was, right. and he was trying to convince me that, you know, well, I'm undetectable, so, it, you know, you shouldn't worry about it, blah, 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 and, no, I, and I thought that I didn't, you know, I didn't like that feeling that, right. that mm -hmm. was placed on me because I didn't think it was fair, and, and I think, you know, it's always easier to say, you know, what you would do if you were in someone else's shoes, but mm -hmm. I feel like if I were positive and... I was undetectable and I was dating somebody that I really liked, I feel like I would then want them to come with me to the, the, my doctor and have, together. And, and, and have somebody, our, my doctor talk to both of us, because yeah. again, it's a two-way street, and say, yes, you know, he's undetectable, here's what you you can do or not do and and so forth and i just think i would have, i would take that extra step versus just saying well i'm undetectable I, so you know I wouldn't you want should someone just to just take me on my word i feel more comfortable if they went with me to the doctor because i feel like if they heard it from a doctor it would ease their nerves and i want them to be at ease i want them to be comfortable with me and if that's something we're later down it's the a road. lot on the as much as it is for you know the positive person it's to, a lot to put on, yeah it's a lot for the other person mm -hmm. to to then just trust and you know i think for a lot of us we're 
you know, sure, I, we just assume a lot of people are positive and we're fine with I'm it. I'm never offended but, by someone who says they don't want to date me or have sex with me because I'm positive. I'm not offended by that. I feel that that's their choice. You have a personal choice. If you have a personal yeah. choice, I think it's dumb, but mm-hmm. that's my opinion. This is your opinion. But this is, mm-hmm. I'm fine dating them. And so um, I never feel mad at that. And I feel um, if I tell someone I'm indetectable um, and they want to have... Um, bareback sex. I think one, I still have to be careful. You have to be careful. Mm-hmm. If we're going to go down this road, then we have to both know um, the consequences and you know, learning the education. I didn't know what the term undetectable meant for a while after being positive. I didn't. I thought great. I can only have sex with condoms or with other positive people. Yeah. Bareback sex is. And let's talk real uh, quickly about what you know. In your what? What do you feel, or what could you share with? our audience on what undetectable really undetectable is. Undetectable is where your viral load is zero. You means um, the virus uh, is dormant. You take your meds to keep it at dormant. It's not actually gone from your body. It's still there. It will always be there until they find I've a cure. It, like, it maybe buries itself it, in it's bone so marrow. It's so very de- or... deep down into your cells that you the medication nowadays really just can't eradicate it. 100%. So, but your viral load, um, when I, when you, either when you first uh, get HIV or you've had HIV for a while, it's in the millions. I mean, very highly contagious. Um, so you have to be careful who people who don't know their status because they have, could have just gotten it or not known that they've got, had it. And they're actually more contagious than a person, say, who's on meds, but their viral load may be in a couple thousands. You know, you still have mm-hmm. to, they become more contagious. Someone who is undetectable has a zero viral load, so meaning I can't give you the virus at all, 100%. They had a study where they had um, several, um, I think 40 or 50 uh, couples who one was negative and one was positive, had unprotected sex. Now, the thing was they weren't on PrEP, the negative partner, but the positive partner had to be undetectable. And they did a two-year study where they had bareback sex for two years. Um, and there was only one person who became positive from that, and they tested his virus, and it wasn't his partner's. He had cheated on his partner and gotten so there positive because they could they wow. could know that it wasn't the yeah. same strain as his boyfriend. So I mean, that must have been an awkward moment in the yeah, study sucks. or whatever. But after that, it gave to know that you could have unprotected sex for two years, and as long as you stay undetectable. But it's my responsibility. I still have to stay, just like you were talking about your prep every day. If I don't take my meds for two days, two or three days, my viral load can go up. And that means I could be, again, contagious. So you, we, it, I've again, been out with you, takes, Jeremy, before, where you're like, you know, some, you live in a different part of town than I do, and sometimes I'm like, I'm just like, crash oh, I can't here. Stay over. I, have to, yeah. I have to take my He's pill. Like, oh, no, no, I've got to bring my pill. I use the little, <laughs> yeah. um, so, little pocket in my pocket pill. I always have my one little pill in case I have that. to stay over. Okay, yeah. I sometimes have it. I mean, I, I have a keychain on my house keys that sometimes has it. Oh, you mean the janitor keys that you carry? Yeah, he carries it, yeah. Yeah, and I think maybe if I had understood that a little bit more about this person, but I really do feel like maybe had I gone in with, you know, the relationship didn't last, so it doesn't matter. No, but, but he, he had I maybe have. have gone in, the other thing that he had said that brings up another topic, um, 
was the same person at one point after I was questioning and you know, oh, I don't know, was like, well, you know, Steve, you're probably, you're very sexually active anyway and you're probably positive anyway, so. That's which really any way to go about affected me like I don't think anybody should ever say that to somebody like that and if and I didn't think that was the rhetoric that you should be telling somebody that you do want to be sleeping with someone's insecurity to push it onto someone else and the only thing that you can do is like I said educate yourself and also educate maybe that person that they don't really sound like they're going and forward. And in talking to you, Brian, now you're, you've explained it way more succinctly and, well, and, and perfectly that I actually understand it even better than he did. Oh, yeah. But, um, you know, maybe had I understood that a little bit more that, you know, somebody that... Well, first of all, you should never tell well, somebody I, that they could have it. But, oh, no, definitely but not. I understand that, it, you know, when it's dormant like that, somebody that could have it is their viral load is super high. Yeah. I just, but it doesn't change the fact that you should never put scare tactics on somebody N- like that. that. That's, I, I never, I never like to scare tactics, especially, you know, if you got to get tested, you have to do this. Now, I, of course, and one of the worst case scenarios, I didn't get tested and I got sick. I got real sick and um, it took me a while to get to that brother. I even had on a cocktail of three pills for a long time and just recently switched to one pill a day, which is amazing for me. Mm-hmm. To be able to only take one pill a day is something that I've strived for and gone to Which doctors. is amazing. To, to have the viral load I had and the T-cell count I had was near death. And so I to get to this point, one says about our medication, how far we've come, how sick you can be, and actually, so when I tell people, like, I actually use my, when I tell people to go get tested, I say, look, you can't be as bad as off as I was, and I'm alive, I'm still here, so go get And tested. you can 360, go, you know, really. I did 360, um, and um, it actually, I mean, it saved my life, for me personally, and I know a couple of people have said that I got my shit together, because I had to. And um, being educated about it is my way of dealing with people who are uneducated, who maybe want to throw around a little shame or a stigma or whatever, and sure. come back with the science and come back with the facts. And so you can't slut shame me. You can't give me no. stigma. Mm-hmm. You can't say, "Oh, I'm slut clean." Yeah. <laughs> I have to. I have all the science and facts behind me because I research it. One for my own safety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And two because again, I like to have sex and I want to have we sex. We all do. Yeah. So I want to explain to someone it's okay to have sex with me. You know, you don't have to pull your hand away when I tell you my status or you know and if they are going to stigmatize you then they're just not worth that night well, and it's and it's a good it's a good boyfriend filter let me tell you someone who says mm-hmm. oh I can't handle that I'm like well honey life's going to throw us a lot of things worse than this if you can't handle this well yeah. it's a good thing that we figured this out in the beginning yes definitely and that's why, down the road that's why to piggyback the start of the whole conversation I think regardless if you're not educated <laughs> about it it is good to just divulge what your status is early on because if someone's not worth your time or energy oh. it's really really beneficial to both of you and it saves to you just money. start out early we keep talking about it on this show so much is communication 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 it's it was my major mm-hmm. and it's i'm finding key. it it is so freeing too yeah. when you communicate well, so, and, the, and re- thought, well, the reason i bring it up is there was a story based on that oh see that, now i no, thought I it was it was good oh, you were saying you know early on i thought um, if I got someone to like me first, it would be easier to tell them. So after, so I on the third date, 
you know, he wanted me to come home with him. I went ahead and told him my status. Now, we've been on two other dates. We just had a third great date. Mm -hmm. And it was when it was really nice. Okay, now I feel comfortable to mm -hmm. tell him. And we were, I was nervous. Again, I had not posted my status on Facebook. I was still used, getting, getting used to telling people. And so I was very nervous because I really liked him. And so we were so on this. Are you a third date? It was on a third date, okay. you know. And um, we're at Dave and Buster's of all places. We went to play arcade. <laughs> It's an arcade know. place in Times oh, okay, Square. Okay, got it. Jeremy's laughing at me. No, because we were playing video games and drinking all night. Turkey it, cheese for adults. Oh, yes. Uh, okay. We were drinking and playing, you know, um, Not your hockey, crowd. you know. Not your crowd. So you're at Dave and Buster's. It was all places to tell someone. But I thought the light atmosphere would make it easier as well. You know, there's people around, you know, instead of like a romantic dinner date. So, um... I went to tell him, and we were holding hands or whatever. And when I told him, um, this fake smile—I can—I'm southern. I can know a fake smile from a mile away. Mm -hmm. Lit across his face, and he goes. And while he's telling me, "Thanks for your honesty," his hand pulled away, and it was like a slow band-aid. It was so painful because it was one of those things where you could just feel them distance them. yeah. distancing themselves no. as if they could catch you right. with a cold or whatever. And um, he said that it make a difference or whatever, but ultimately, just, body language, actions speak All, louder than actions words. Actions speak so. louder than words, and you can say thank you for your honesty and this is okay and everything like that. But when you pull away and flash a fake smile, right. um, and then you don't ask questions. Right. I mean, they, first of all, even if there wasn't prep, uh, you can ask questions about safe sex. There's a ton of things we can do. You Absolutely. know, it's like, it doesn't. Mean but that that's that's just someone that's ignorant about it. And right. so, and then they didn't ask questions, and then I I didn't hear from them. And then the interesting thing was, I actually asked them about it. I said, you know, we had three dates, and so no, you know, I, did you just like stop speaking to me because I told you I was positive? And then they took that as, how oh, oh, dare I? I would never do that to someone. But it was like I yeah, caught right. them, right? Yeah. And so they were, and they could have just were been very totally defensive. You were only asking them to see if they were actually going to be honest about it, but. And it, it was a great opportunity for that you. person to say, you know what, maybe didn't handle that great, but mm -hmm. it, unfortunately for me, it to doesn't, apologize I'm not there yet, whatever. Yes. Yeah. And that's fine, but not to um, kind of ghost and not speak to me, and then I, of course, I'm too scared to ask, but then mm -hmm. later on I was brave enough to, to ask. I'm glad you did. My status, you, but, um, no, it's, <laughs> I was like, you know what, I'm never doing this again, I'm not doing the fucking... Yeah. We, can we cuss on this? I mean, is this but, podcast? Yes, of course. Of course. Uh, I'm not going to spend my money or spend my time with yeah. someone who... So I said it right away. And if that means I have to get up and put my pants back on and leave a boy naked in his bed, then mm -hmm. so be it. It's yeah. better. I'd rather... There's a, there's a movie called Shop Girl with Claire Danes. And she's oh, yes. With, um, with Steve Martin. Yeah, Steve Martin. Love. And um, she knows that he's never going to settle down. He's like, let's just keep this going. And she sits down and she goes, I can hurt now. Or hurt later, and that has been one of my mantras. Oh, I love that. And it's like yeah, we have to watch I can it. hurt Fair now me. or hurt later. It's gonna hurt. Yeah. Either way, it can tell way, you now yeah. or tell you later. Yeah. But usually, it's gonna hurt more down the line because yeah. you're gonna I think like so too, them. And you, when you invested. let yourself grow more with someone, yeah. and just invest more emotional, like yeah. anything with yeah. the person, and get to know them better, and then you divulge like whatever your status is with them. 
it gives them the opportunity to hurt you more than if you started it out with. No, I'm not saying the first day, first no. day, go into it and yeah. be like, hi, yeah. I'm so-and-so, and I'm HIV positive, or I'm negative. Well, you know, I'm not saying start it out like that. No, but, but also, it does bring up the topic also, you know, I named the show When to Tell When to Ask. Mm-hmm. Yes, Brian's certainly shared, you know, examples of when he was. But I also think it's on those that are, you know, th- negative mm-hmm. to also... You know, ask, ask, and not, and, and, not, d- and I do and not, not feel that text is a good. Not, oh, to, no. and not text are you, not. and not are you clean? Yeah, that's yeah. not what we're saying. No. but to say, you know, that's I'm, not a good question. Either. I currently know my status. It's da 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 da. Um, I'm yeah, would, curious to know what yours is right. on that. And, and communication and, is always so And do it key. in person. So, you know, yeah. we do put a lot of, and I'm the weight, I'm sure, is on, the weight of the world is on the positives of the world that yeah. probably feel, when do I? When do yeah. I bring that up? And But it's it should nice, also be, when, when, should me, we, yeah. when should those ask? It's, it's a nice... Take some responsibility mm-hmm. for your... Your body, your being, your health. Because um, that means that they're you know, educated as well. In yeah. the sense well of if they're asking my status, I know that they take their status seriously, which means they're educated about it. Yeah. But I have for a the lot person that blamed you and said, you know, they oh, ask, blah, blah, first blah, of all, you don't like, ask me while we're in bed, you know, no. and um, and then well, you instigate you the something. Day. You instigated. Sex. And, and, and no, I stopped and, and, and then texted the next texted day. Me the next but day, there is like, no textbook rule or, no, or law they, that says when somebody is positive, they must reveal. Yeah. If you're going to choose to have sex with somebody or go to the bedroom with somebody or you know, no, outdoor I, sex, whatever you're doing, it's also your responsibility to, to ask the person you're with. I do have some positive friends who have told me. I've had some positive friends tell me that they've been at underwear parties or sex parties or whatever and they have, they're undetectable, they're bottoming and they're having sex with a condom. They don't feel the need. The person didn't ask and they don't tell them. Me, I'm uncomfortable with that, but at the same time, I understand if you're at a sex party, it's a different setting. It's a yeah. different setting. Yeah. I mean, everyone's there. I is. mean, come on. It is. And no. so it's why I love those concepts and, and all. And I, you know, everyone, everyone who enters the door knows they're all an adult. We all yeah. we're making decisions. You no one forcing themselves on each other. Know, drugs are being yeah. taken, yeah. and so you really have to be, you know, you have to know where you stand on all this because mm-hmm. people, it, everything's heightened. I think in those yeah. situations. So yeah, but um, what was I gonna say? There was I was thinking of a thought that I wanted to, yeah. So when to tell, when to ask, um, and the other thing is communication. That's what I wanted to talk about. Is that you know we keep talking about communication on the show, and the thing is, I, I heard a story a friend of mine that you know later in life became positive, and um, you know managed to survive the AIDS epidemic, yeah. so forth, and then was in a relationship, a serious monogamous, or a serious relationship with his partner, and strayed one night, got positive, or became infected, didn't know, and infected his oh. partner, and, 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 and today they're, still, they're you know, together and they're happy and, and oh. it's, it's worked out, but, you know, more reason to communicate, right? Yeah. Because well, and also, it's not even just you, but the more that we don't put communicate, health at risk. you bring things, and, and that brought up a conversation, too, that I, in my last podcast we were talking about uh, relationships and sex. Yeah. 
And, you know, when you don't ask, don't tell, you might be on prep, well, but you might be bringing in syphilis, gonorrhea yeah, but also, back into your... And that's your, poor communication. For me, so, that's not a good choice in a relationship at all, I don't think, but... Yeah. For me personally, um, it's, it's also in the back of my head. And when something is nagging me at the back of my head, mm-hmm. it, I'm thinking about that during sex. Yeah. So if I haven't divulged to this person um, and they didn't ask or whatever, I just, I've, I feel that inkling, that little voice in my head, like, you know, this isn't right. I know you're mm-hmm. a sex expert, whatever. Um, communication, though, I mean, with this boy that I told and he liked that I told him and then the sex was that much better. It the 23 really, it, hour it was, um, sure. date. It was, it was the kind of sex that even though we had just met because we were both honest. Tell that story. Open. You told us that. I, mean, I thought it was fine. You met somebody. Uh, well, all right. So I met someone. Um, I'm not a big grinder scruff easy. Now it's easier being positive to be on grinder scruff because then you can just automatically say you're positive. So if no one doesn't like you, it's mm-hmm. it's so much easier. So you weed out a lot you of people. Even, you can even put, like, oh, I'm just looking for positive guys or whatever. And that's that's a nice feeling to not have to, yeah. you know, you're status right off the bat so we can get to the sex or whatever. But my personality, it doesn't fit in that little square. You just can't fit all this into a little box. And so I'm old school. I do the staring where I look at across the room. But yeah, of course, yeah. if they're looking at their phone, they can't see me staring at them. <laughs> I hate guys on Grinder at the bar. I'm like, oh, you're at. We talked about that. Oh, yes. my God. Like, yes. Seriously? We can like, go on for days with yes. that. I got the hot expression guy from staring at him. My friend's like, are you going to go talk to him? I'm like, no. I'm going to stare at him, and, that and is he's going to come tactic. talk to me. That is exactly <laughs> what like, I use. He's like, no, really? I'm like, because he was younger than me. He's like, that works? I'm like, yeah, watch this. Kept staring at the boy, and he came over and smiled, and we, mm. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Russians. Um, oh, so was it just like a lot of sex so, and Netflix and sex so, um, and Netflix? Well, the way I met sex, this sex, boy sex was, was, again, this is why I had to tell him, was because we met at the bar on the dance floor. We're dancing, drinking. It was in the night. Lights went up. He's like come home with me, you know, and so he's drinking, I'm going home with him, he's got this cute apartment, and I'm like, okay, if one thing leads to another, I will tell him, you know, regardless, it's raining, it's cold, I don't want to go back home to Brooklyn, you know, but I still, knowing I have an hour train ride, I'm like, oh, I have to tell him, because I want to have sex with him, um, and I told him, and that first night of sex was great, and then the second time, the second actual first date, I guess you could say, from the hookup, the date, um, 23 hours was, um, all of that was out of the way, you know, that, that communication was open. He told me he was on prep. I told my status and that was it. We didn't have to talk about it. We could watch mommy dearest and eat bagels in bed. And, <laughs> and I feel like that, that brings it to a certain level where it, you it, feel like you can be you with that yeah. person and just and open you know, and it's, comfortable. It's, oh, it very is open. free. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I bet you. <laughs> People were open, yes, oh, yeah. yes. Um, I love that you watched um, classic films like Mommy Dearest. Oh, we're, we're supposed to have a second date. We're watching Still Magnolias. Still Magnolias. So, oh, because I'm the Southern, so I can quote that movie. Is, and he is, has it on DVD, and I was like, oh, my gosh, you have Mommy Dearest and Sweet Still Magnolias oh, so on DVD. Movies, I have both, okay, too. Good. Oh, good. <laughs> yes. Okay, good. I'm glad. Oh, Just, good games, good games. Sometimes you never know. Like, oh, you, that movie's you, beautiful. Like, uh, if you're... 
whatever. If you're of a certain age or whatever, you can, you know, you got to be well, careful with your references sometimes. Yeah. Well, and tell me if this is too gay. I'm supposed to make him breakfast. I was thinking about making two shades of pink of pancakes and make him blush and bashful. Is that a little gay? Is that too gay? Too much it's not too gay. I just don't know if it will read in the pancake shades, but. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> okay, Martha. <laughs> no, <laughs> Betty Crocker over what, here. What is it referencing? I don't. All right, so in the movie, um, she has her the colors style. are pink and pink. You know, um, but so there are two different shades of she pink. She goes, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. my colors are bearish and bashful. One shade of pink is much okay, deeper than I don't than remember the other. that part, okay. but, and I'm not from the South. Every but. Southern gay knows that movie like the back of their hand. And I bet you do. It's so good. It's a really good movie. Well, I think we've kind of, you know, dived into this topic a so there's, lot. There's good parts and there's bad parts, but yeah. in the long well, we're run, we're all agreeing honesty, that communication. And Jeremy, I really, you know... You know, you're so young. Well, you're not so young, but I mean, you always have that great f philosophy that of you know, knowledge is power, and it you is. and totally you, is. you when you get that, you just accept and and take the next steps. Mm -hmm. And I always like your directness about that, and that's always so and refreshing. And communication. I mean, but being open with anyone. Yeah. I I oh I always love even in friends. I always love when. People are just honest. Like, if you're angry with me, or I did something oh, wrong, yeah. or I said Tell something me. wrong, I just want to know. Because instead of letting it blow up, which I think, like, the millennials and the people, like, just younger people, or Sometimes people that older. are just uneducated. You know, gays come out late, you know, some Yeah, I mean, whenever, any age, if, the, if their communication is not, like, a big thing to them, and they're not direct about how they feel about a certain thing, it just makes drama it makes things so much more dramatic and bigger than the problem actually needs to be and that's what and again, it I shouldn't love be a, communication a, it and shouldn't just be, being have to be a brave upfront. thing it should be and the way I fight that stigma is being honest mm -hmm. and if it's there's a, one less person who is less stigma about it more educated then so be it and then the next person the next person and we'll get to that part mm -hmm. and it's where a, it'll just be a conversation right. yeah. and not a big drama not a big deal and it may it be really a part isn't. of you but it doesn't define it you is what they said on the the reality show and I thought that was really yeah. key it's it's a part of me it, the it's tiny certainly not piece of glitter me. Part of me you yeah. can't put that label on me yeah. you know yeah. I am gay but I'm a lot of other I'm Latin I'm mm -hmm. I'm a lot of things so, many so, qualities yeah. and I, I've, it's why I've never totally just loved the whole gay thing and you know well, just because I think I'm so much more than that you know right. and, and that's oh yeah uh, when you're friends with me this is my gay friend Brian I'm like oh, oh. no I'm not the gay friend Brian <laughs> right. I'm Brian who happens to be yeah, gay yeah exactly right. I, go to bed with, <laughs> I go to bed with men I'm but that doesn't define token me gay, as a but person still. at all and yeah. the other thing I would like to say is like you know take responsibility mm. and but what I mean by that is like you know these blame Oh, I've had people who asked me who gave it to me, and I said, what do you mean? And they said, well, who gave you HIV? I'm like, well, that's irrelevant. Well, I kind of yeah. gave it to myself by being stupid or exactly. uneducated or, yeah. you know. And that question is not respectable to ask ever. Yeah. Ever. And, and, oh, there's questions that people ask me. You know when that would be relevant is perhaps the couple that I spoke of that maybe thought that they were monogamous oh, yeah. and then the other one maybe, maybe slipped yes, out and got yeah. HIV and brought it in, yeah. then then you maybe you'd that person could actually say me, you gave it to me. You'd be surprised yeah. how many people ask me that question and but that's really kind the of only once, once you get that answer, what do you do with that answer? Yeah, and, and Are you going to go like fight that person because it was them? No. And to you, their credit. The answer they, is... It happened because you made a decision, and it happened 
because two people were intimate together. So it's still like two people tango, like to get to the bottom tango, of it. Yes. But, but the silver lining really on that story is that this matter. example, they're still happily together. They they did exactly what you said. They you know, obviously probably had a traumatic period mm -hmm. and I'm sure there was blame, but yeah. um, they are happily continuing on and, and did exactly what you said. They worked it out and Good. moved on because I guess their love was stronger than this, you know, diagnosis. And, or so, whatever, yeah. and people do mess up and, or, you know, and there's mm -hmm. forgiveness. So it's all good. But communication seems to be where we always end up on this show. And anyway, Brian, I want to thank you so much for, uh, and I look forward to collaborating with you oh, on yeah, my, more my other um Oh, I'm, I'm actually doing a, a picture for um, World AIDS Day. I have a photographer friend taking my picture. And um, because I moved to One Pill a Day, we're doing a picture um, of me taking my medication last year on World AIDS Day. Which is December, December 1st. First. And so I, um, last year I posted my three bottles of meds because I noticed everyone was posting their HIV status. I went and got tested, it's World AIDS Day, but of course no one's going to post their positive status. That's just not the day you find out. And I kind of felt left out that I couldn't post something. So I took a picture of my three pill bottles and said, look, these are my pills, these are your pills. Your pills keep you alive, my pills keep me alive. I There's no it. difference, it's I no big it. deal, mm -hmm. whatever. And of course I did a little photographer where I had him like, Always looking at that life like I do, <laughs> a little bit left of center. That's one of my yeah, favorite things. Yeah, about that's you. what yes. I did. So, yes. um, so this year I'm having a, another photographer friend take my portrait, and it's gonna be in the bathroom, just taking my pill, one pill on my tongue, and it's and it's it's my my I won my fight, and it's one pill, and it's no different from your one pill a day. Mm -hmm. You're yeah, correct. It's not just color. You know, it, it both keeps mm -hmm. us protected, mm -hmm. and. So to fight this whole, oh, you're on HIV medication, you're on PrEP, we're two different people. No, we're two consenting adults mm -hmm. who have sex and we're taking medication. And we value our to, health. And we value our health. There's no, that's the same. We gotta stop focusing on what the difference is. Oh, you're positive, I'm negative. And well, more like, no, on we're just, similarities. On similarities what we're doing. Stigma yeah. is what, what Absolutely. being proactive and stop progressive saying, are you clean? Is, you know, yeah. Unless you're a dirty yes. pig. Yes, I took a shower. Yes, I took a shower, people. Well, yeah. I'm a little rain. No, yeah. I'm not clean today. I right. just got fired from the gym. That's the only time you should, you should use it. So, Brian, to see that picture and to keep up with you, we should be going to at what? Uh, oh, my um, Facebook is, um, my photography is Streetwalker Studios. Love it. And it sounds, it's spelled out exactly like it sounds, yeah. Streetwalker Studios. I'm taking photography down roads slash travel. Again, taking using my pictures to, um, I guess, empower our community. You know, and show slice that. Of life. Well, slice of life. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So. And then um, Instagram at. Uh, same thing. Streetwalker Studios. Okay, at Streetwalker so Studios. You'll see the pictures of the leather boys. There's one, you know, getting his pants pulled off or whatever. It's really cute. So that, and we'll post when, we're, when I collaborate with you as well yes. on Pulse Accessories, Yay. my other endeavor. And Jeremy, as always, great to see you. And of I, course. I need to. Um, we should be following you at um, Instagram. Uh, J. Ross Lopez. Yes, we'll put that up there at J. Ross Lopez. Thank you so much. I felt I love uh, this conversation. Was I think great, it yeah. was, you know, enlightening. I hope it was for you all out there. Don't forget to follow us on social media with at Talk About Gay Sex on Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, and Instagram. That's at Talk About Gay Sex.